Hello. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Mind Body Stuff. I'm Kaylee. I'm Bernice. We are in the office after having been in Tulum, Tulum for Mexico. the past almost week now. Um, oh my gosh, we had such an amazing time. Yes, we just hosted a retreat there. It was beautiful, and beautiful, beautiful. Magical. It was really cool. So the um, just to bring you along, the retreat center that we held it at, um, I went down there last year to just scope it out and make sure it was the right fit for us. And it seemed at the time like it was, uh, that it would be a great fit, but I feel like it totally exceeded our expectations. Like it was amazing. So for those of you who have not been down to Tulum, it's a very spiritual place. It's, um, there are old Mayan ruins there. It's it, it brings people from all over the world who are looking for the, the spiritual type of experience. There's a lot, a lot of yoga and um, different mind-body things mm-hmm. that you can find down there. Um, so when we got to the resort, um, it was the evening time. And so we had dinner and then our um, our our kind of point person he our guide our guide <laughs> um valerio <laughs> he um gave us this uh, he gave us an orientation on the first night and so it was really beautiful because before we stepped into the space that we used all week long for the workshops um two women um they we basically picked out a piece of resin and we held the resin in our hand and we thought about um, something that we wanted to welcome that week or something that we needed to let go of or something that we may need to accept. And we put that intention into the resin and then we put the resin onto these coals that were burning in this little bowl. And these women then basically, how would you describe they it? They kind of Blessed us smudged or, us. Like in yeah, Native, they smudged us. Native American culture. It was like this smoke that was coming out with the aroma of the burning resin. Mm-hmm. And then they went around our entire bodies, head to toe, uh-huh. kind of smudging us with this resin smoke. Yeah, and one of them was speaking in her native tongue. Sounded like a Mayan or... Yeah, yeah. totally. Mm-hmm. And then once we went through that, then we were able to enter into the hall. And the opening ceremony was just really beautiful. It set up the, the, the vibe, basically, of the whole week. Um, and then we all had throughout the week an opportunity to take part in several really, really cool, um, different, um, Mayan, uh, therapy techniques. So some were massage, some were, um, like, uh, tapping. So like EMDR type Mm -hmm. stuff and just kind of a clearing of energy or just a lot of different reflexology, tons of different treatments that people could do. It's actually rated one of the top five spas in the world, I think, just because of how unique and um, ancient the treatments are that they Mm -hmm. offer there. Yeah. Um, And then we had the opportunity to do um, Temescal, which is basically like a sweat lodge. So some of our participants did that on the, on the second night we were there and you go into this little, like this little, basically like um, a hut, like a little hut, conical hut, and they seal it up and they just (coughs) add 
that resin they add and and they burn and like they burn and they make a fire yeah they make a fire and it just gets hotter and hotter and you go through these different portals and when you and there's a shaman uh, oh yeah there's a, a shaman, shaman in there and leading the journey mm-hmm. and just kind of taking them on this journey basically of rebirth and so when they finally leave this little hut at the end of i think it's like two and a half hours they were in there quite a long time yeah. i mean these ladies were sweating sweating and it's dark the <laughs> it's, hut is dark they seal the entire thing so, so you can't not even see. a crack of light no comes light in. and then when they come out it's like their rebirth and then they get splashed water on them and stuff like a real and mean, they kind of pull on their head so it yeah. feels like you're coming out of the birth canal and they splash water on you oh my gosh like really I, the, those women, women came were, out like were blown away changed oh yeah i saw them we saw them walking kind of down on the sandy paths and i'm like wow they've been and something happened They've been to those ladies. of something <laughs> or other, and um, but they were like, no, no, it was the Timiskal, yeah, and they were very, very affected by that. So it was cool to have this kind of integration of our workshops in the day because we had like a a four or five hour workshop every morning, and then they would have these afternoons and evenings kind of mm-hmm. fill their time with whether just swimming or or lounging on the beach or visiting with each snorkeling other, snorkeling, yeah, or... snorkeling. They did the um. What are the things? The cenotes. And then on our last night, um, a, a big chunk of our group did Tibetan singing bowls. So basically it's um, it's chakra work as well. So he would come around with singing bowls and, and have them over the over our chakras. And like he was super intuitive. So he at the end, like I was talking to him and he was telling me different um, things that he was picking off picking up off of our participants and our participants then like we're talking about the things that they were feeling and sensing and seeing and colors and visualizations and just like really incredible and stuff. that was about an hour hour and 20 hour minutes and a half, or hour and a half went yeah it, was, it didn't feel that long at all no uh-uh. like i was kind of like oh we probably have about you know probably done for half an hour and then these all ding ding <laughs> and i'm like oh it's it's done now it's over i guess now. whoa i thought thought we had quite a bit of time left yeah it was just beautiful and you I, I love it when I'm in a place that just you can you can feel the energy of the space and it just feels sacred and it felt like kind of time slowed down while oh, you were it there totally yeah did. although I will say out of all of the different like retreats or locations or anything like that we've done I think that this one actually for me time went by the fastest mm-hmm. but in the moment it felt so slow. Yes, it's kind of a weird I was thinking that too, kind of a weird combo like while you're doing it it feels like it's it's taking a long time but not in a not in a painful way just like no, you're kind of just like sitting forever. You're just there. Yeah, in the moment. But then when we were done it felt like we had just started. It was really, really cool. Like I, out of all probably of the the deeper mind-body work that we've uh, ever hosted, this has by far been my favorite. Mm-hmm. Me too. Like it, it was. was really, really, it was transformational, I, I think, for the women who attended. But my gosh, also for me, I oh, just yeah, felt it was really well. powerful. And also just the, the architecture of the place. It's these sort of these rounded huts and there's Uh like um coral stone floors yeah and just sand paths so by the end i was just barefoot oh yeah you're just all the time time. and then they have these um little water troughs outside each either your your building your little hut or the main hall where you eat um and you just dunk your feet in the little water trough because everyone's barefoot and then you wash the sand off because the pathways are all fascinated by that i was like at first i'm like (laughs) 
at all the water troughs. They must have it out for the little critters. Animals here. (laughs) Every room has one. But that it just—that's the thing. It's like you're—you're you're not even wearing shoes. You're just in nature. You're so integrated into nature. You are so integrated into nature, and it's built right on the edge of the sand and the sea. So you feel very connected to the ocean and the land. And it was all vegetarian food. We had um, we had two meat, two dinners and two lunches that had fish. But other than that, it was just super clean, delicious eating. Like I don't know. I feel I feel different. I feel different too. coming back from this. Life. I'm like I should not eat any meat now well and i like stayed off of social media i i checked my emails when i had to to just make sure there was nothing urgent but i i only talked with my family like two times and the rest of the time i just allowed myself to be present to be (coughs) just completely connected to and immersed in the place and i I feel like in this society that we live in, it just almost feels impossible to do that at times, to completely disconnect and allow yourself to be totally in the, I mean, you just looked, your phone just came it's up. It's just like turning on. You know, your like phone, you're just getting these little me. alerts and you just, there are so many things in our regular life that distract us from being in the present moment. And I feel like this week was just so huge for me to be able to completely focus on where I was to be so in my body and in tune with my body, um, just noticing how it felt as I was going through different situations or feeling different emotions, noticing how it felt in my body, the connection that um, not only the women had with each other, but I felt so connected to every every single one of them. It was oh, just... Yeah. It was so healing. Like it was, I I can't even describe it. I don't really have the words yet. We're obviously going to try to find the words. Yes. The topic for our podcast. But it was just absolutely incredible. I I, I hope enough of you all listening would want to join us next year because I would just, I, I would love to go back and continue to do this work in that space. It was, it was, it was life-changing and it was like one of those experiences where i think i was just thinking this this morning that you're going to keep revisiting and Mm -hmm. kind of learning from over time Mm -hmm. you know where you have these it's sort of a profound experience it's almost like childbirth a little bit where you know you have the experience but then you talk about it over the years Uh and different aspects of it kind of come up and affect you in different ways Mm -hmm. and i feel like this is that because even coming home i was like Oh, I'm having these types of feelings about it now. Just just being able to sit with what had happened and transpired with everybody there. Totally. It's really fascinating. Well, and like usually when I get home from a trip, I'm my my brain immediately goes to like, okay, I have to unpack, I need to do the laundry, I need to do all of these things. Like I made a conscious effort last night when I got home to like truly truly connect with Rob. And I I like didn't get on my phone. We just like we talked and like um <laughs> reconnected reconnected and it just felt so so intimate because the last day of our our workshop in Tulum was um the theme of that workshop was let love in and it just i don't know like i feel like something inside of me opened and priority shifted i'm sure they won't last forever that's mm-hmm. why this type of work you can't just do it once mm-hmm. and then think the work is over but 
And then this morning, you know, I chose not to open my computer or to check my phone really. And I just, I I got like four beautiful hours with my girls before I took them to school so we could come and get some work done. I don't know. I just, I feel like the, the things that we talked about and learned from each other and opened up to during the week totally changed even the, you know, 24 hours that are not even 24 hours, the 12 hours that I had um, being home. Like it just Coming felt back. different mm-hmm. this time. Yeah. And I'm a phone addict. Like I love my phone mm-hmm. and, uh, I didn't really want to look at my phone. Yeah. It just sort of like got, got out of the habit. Mm-hmm. And also just as I was saying, it has something to do with time. Like I feel different about time right now. Mm-hmm. It, nothing feels like, um, oh my gosh, it's impending. Right. You know, yes. where normally I, I have this sort of impending sense of like, I didn't accomplish that or this isn't done. And I'm yeah. kind of like, oh, well, mm-hmm. you know, it's almost like an understanding of priorities. Exactly. And I think when you spend um, a chunk of time at a place that does have such uh, ancient uh like energy mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it it almost feel like I mean our country is so new you know and we don't have a lot of I feel like ancient wisdom that is like energetically rooted in I don't I don't or know I mean I guess down. I, or, or pass down maybe down. that it's yeah because like, we did have this obviously is what we normally do at this time you know where or, you know, this is how we feel about, yeah. it seems like we're so new that it's all about doing and doing and doing and doing and growing and growing and growing. Right. And obviously we had uh, the native people here before us, but the, those aren't my ancestors, you know? And so it's like, I don't feel a connection to my place right very and with often the native people here we just dominated them we you know, totally just dominated them the, their culture did not um it tried you know it was kind of like, here's the culture this is what we're doing you know and we mm-hmm. were just like boosh like ran them over oh, pushed we them aside killed them. we, we took killed away it. all their food and their culture basically oh we, we it was it was absolutely horrendous and, and i know that this happened in that area as well but at least at the resort the retreat center where we were at they they preserved it in a way that felt like uh like i could i could heal from their mm-hmm. um their wisdom or that that i was somehow um incorporated into this like um energetic like mm-hmm. uh portal or something something i can't even i don't i don't have the words to describe it and i had this old mayan woman like do this really beautiful massage treatment where she's chanting over me and you know all this stuff and i i, I don't know it just felt really incredibly moving mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it, in just a very powerful way that i uh, i haven't experienced very much in my life and on top of being in that place and in uh and that time and that space in Tulum we also had these really incredible workshops oh, with totally. these women that um also made us sort of sit and think and be present for each other where I don't think we're that present for each other in our regular lives and that's hard to do because we're busy and and we have things to do and I can't look at someone and be like hey you know look at me look at me do you look at do me. you see do you me see do you, me? Feel, do you me? feel me mm. and we were doing workshops where we were really taking the time to see and feel and hear somebody and understand one another and understand one another and have it reciprocated back to us and it's almost it's incredible when you create space for that how it actually um, not only connects you with with the other people but 
it like I don't know. It just grounded me in myself. Yes, too. It, it like took all this you. like buzz, 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 buzz that I feel like I feel so much of my life like keeping up and staying current on social media and the news and getting back to people. Like I did not respond to messages. I just I I, I just really wanted to honor being in that place and space with those people. And it, I feel, I feel different. Oh, I feel totally different. Yeah. And I, and I miss all the people. Like I miss their faces and their, and like, yeah, it's so it's, it, it was just such a beautiful experience. And one of the things that I just kept thinking was what an honor it is to hold space for one another. Yes. I mean, yes, as quote unquote facilitators of the experience, we were, you know, we were designing and, and, and creating the program, creating the schedule, uh, holding the space for, for these workshops to happen. But with this type of group work, you just, the the entire group holds each other. Mm -hmm. We all held each other and we all held the stories and the energy and the, the, the pain and the wounds and the, and the hope and the love. It was just such a beautiful, it was such a beautiful thing. And I, I say this, I say this often at our trainings or workshops, but a circle of women is one of the most healing and, and, and empowering and liberating places that I've ever been is just a circle of women who are there to support one another. And I love how the groups start because, of course, you know, in the beginning, there is always fear and resistance. That's just always. how it is. You mm-hmm. know, it's like, what are we going to do here? And I don't know if I what's want gonna to. What's going to happen? And yeah, maybe I don't want to. Mm-hmm. And then the beauty of the progress of the group is then watching it transpire through the days was a four-day workshop. So by the fourth day, we're all holding space for each other. Exactly. You know, in the beginning, we're modeling holding space. You know, Mm -hmm. Kaylee and I are the leaders. We are modeling, and there's some resistance, and there's some fear, as one would anticipate. Yeah, and people kind of, like, want to rebel a little bit. There's some rebellion, (laughs) right, as one would anticipate. Mm -hmm. And and then by the end, everyone slowly and and surely starting to hold space for each other and for us as well. Mm -hmm. So that's that's just the beauty of the whole process, I think. I love group work so, so much. Oh, my gosh. I do, too. It's, like, so incredible. Um, and because of the way we, we designed these workshops in the order that we, that we built them in, the last one is let love in. And so it's all about, I mean, that true, um, reciprocity, the, the way that we kind of present this workshop is in this, um, triad of giving love, receiving love and, uh, self-love. So seeing it as, as a triangle, seeing kind of how that energy of love flows in and out, being able to receive and give, and also deeply feeling it for yourself. And I feel like by the end of that day, um, it just felt so strong in all of those different, mm-hmm. in, in those different, in that triad. It felt like the energy had been freed up for it to move freely between all three aspects. I and totally as we started agree. the day, you could feel the stuckness just depending on where you're at on the triangle, mm-hmm. whether you're okay at giving love, whether you're okay at receiving love, or whether you're okay at self-love. Usually we're okay at one or two of them, but we're not good or we're challenged a bit by another. Mm-hmm. And by the end of the day, you could feel that everything was flowing evenly between the three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, And absolutely. we had this really fun dance party that night. 
Oh, uh-huh. After, I mean, after all the work and the singing bowls. And then you could feel this very energetic, you could pe- feel people really embracing themselves, who they are, their own self-love and their bodies. We'd work mm-hmm. with body love, too. Mm-hmm. And you could see people giving love. Oh, my and gosh, dancing with each dancing other with and, like, totally other. connecting. Oh, like, yeah. so beautiful. And they were giving love. And you could see people openly receiving love, too. Absolutely. Where they were like, uh-huh. you know, people were saying to each other, you know, I love you. And someone, and you could see the person like, oh, thank you. I love you, too. And actually trusting it. They believed it. And believing they it. They believed it. Like, I'd be like, how could you love me? me? I've only known you, you know, for yeah, four days. four days. If... It felt totally, and I know that it was totally authentic. Mm-hmm. And you Absolutely know, authentic. You know, and and like you were saying, that doesn't happen for us all the time, of course, because we live in a challenging world. Mm-hmm. But that's the beauty of this work is that we get to have these jewels of time where we're like, oh yeah, this is when it works. Yeah. This is what it feels like. Yeah, and this is what I want to strive for. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Yeah. Um, I, I feel like, uh, you know, I, I'm lucky that this is our job and we get to do this frequently enough, but I just think like how healthy for uh, people to take time out of their lives and actually dedicate, uh, maybe if you can only do one day, you know, signing up for a workshop or even if it's not through ULA, obviously there are many, many, many other ways to give yourself that personal time. But even if it's just a day or a weekend or if you could swing something like a retreat, but to be able to just give yourself that time to mm-hmm. reconnect with yourself, opening up your energy and opening up any or, or, or taking a look at and becoming aware of your own blockages in your life so that the energy can then flow freely between yourself between others between place understanding your goals your desires your fears uh your ability to connect with others it's just so so cool oh yeah it's amazing and it was also a model for me because i i have to do continuing ed for my licensure for my mental health stuff and I'm always like, I'm too busy. I can't fit that in. Oh, sure. I'm just so darn busy. I just, I wish I could, but thank you. I can't. And then this morning I woke up and I saw these, suddenly it sh- appeared on my email, these two workshops that are coming through town. Uh-huh. Um, and I thought, I'm going to do it. I love it. And it helps us with our work because it continues totally. to help grow what we're trying to do. Mm-hmm. And and normally I would be like, well, I don't, yeah, it's two days. That's I don't want to give up my weekend. I don't want to give up my weekend. And then I thought, you know, I just, I just did that and it was super helpful. Yeah. And I thought, so I pulled the trigger. I'm like, I'm going to do it. Yeah. And uh, I'm happy that I'm doing it. So again, that we modeled for me Mm -hmm. that this type of work is, is continues to be important. Yeah, absolutely. And one of the things, um, that I've been told before when I've had like guilt about, um, spending a lot of time or money or energy on self exploration, um, self care, types of things like this like leaving i mean yes we were we we hosted this retreat but we also had to leave our families we did to to do this and so part of part of my guilt is definitely tied into that but i had a, a woman tell me she said yes but 
you have to realize that when you do this personal work for yourself, when you can heal uh, generational wounds, when you can just heal um, your own your own self, you have to believe and remember that that will heal your family mm-hmm. as well. It when when we invest in ourselves, we are investing in our families too. Yeah, and I talked to my husband about because I have guilt about leaving our. My sixth grader, he's a sixth grader, but still just being gone for six days. And and I said to him, but I hope that you're modeling for him that it's okay for me to be gone mm-hmm. and that you're capable, that of course the two of you are capable of making a home mm-hmm. even if I'm not there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, and he's like, oh, of course. Yes. Totally. And he said, and we do things we, we don't normally do oh, when yeah. you're there. Yeah. And he said, you came up as a topic a lot because it would be like, well, mom does this. Yeah. But how nice also to have that balance of like, but dad is going to do this. Mm -hmm. You know, dad's going to do it different. Dad's going to pick you up from school different. Yeah. Dad's going to maybe do your room different. You know, he's not going to be, or dinner different. Yeah. All that kind of stuff. And so again, we're modeling for these children too, that, um, that we can we can leave and, and that they are, they are okay. They're okay. With the one parent. Yeah, you know, and the, or with a grandparent, yeah, or, exactly, or with a you know some family member or caregiver that mm-hmm. we use. When I think that that is part of the reason that we feel so isolated sometimes in our society is that we're like, oh my gosh, I'm afraid to ask for help, or I can't, I can't leave because what are they going to do without me? Yes, what are they going to eat for dinner? But you also have to trust that that they're going to be okay. Yeah. They're gonna be okay, and that you—it's okay to ask for help too. If you have to, if you have to get help picking up the kids from school or whatever, whatever it is, so that you can do these things. One of the one of the big things we talked about at the work at the retreat, and we talk about in our workshops too, is in this culture and society we live in, it's so hard for us to ask for help. It's like there's some shame attached to not being able to do it all. Or there's this pride that comes along with like, yes. I can take care of it all. I can do it all. I can, I can be everything, but it, that's exhausting and it's depleting and it's not, it's, it, it's not true. You don't have to do it all and it doesn't make you a weak person. And so I think sometimes in these situations too, it, it teaches us like, it's okay to ask for help so that I can be the most whole version of myself that I can and that when I come back, hopefully I am I can actually be a better mom or mm-hmm. a better friend or a better wife or mm-hmm. a better partner or employee or employer or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And so this work, we have to remember, it actually does help everyone who's in our life it does so taking time away isn't something that should be seen as a as as this bad thing it should be seen as oh i'm going to help make myself the best version of me so that i can be that for you yes and i'm modeling that for you and also for them as if if it's children as they grow up that perhaps they might have careers that uh, have them travel or be absent for periods of time mm-hmm. and that they know, yes, that's okay. Or maybe not even careers that ask them to travel, but that they can invest in themselves yes, and invest right. in these, 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 these experiences that, that help them and not in just a, just, you know, not just in a work sense, not in just per a work se. sense or, right. And so, yeah, I I just, I don't know. It was really, really special. Did you have any, like, personal realizations that you feel like sharing? Um, Anything cool that kind of came up for you? Well, I think even for me, I I, I think one of the exercises that we did, because I talked to my husband this morning about it, 
is about being seen. Mm, You know, that mm -hmm. I really, I need to be seen. That when I grew up, I wasn't seen. That's part of my issue of not being noticed. Oh, sure. So then I have to be funny or entertaining or wise or something to be noticed. I can't Uh just be, be. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Um, But that, um, and so I talked to him about that we really need to take time together to work on really seeing each other, seeing and feeling each other as we had talked about before. Mm -hmm. And so that was like, I think that's, I really want to incorporate that into our lives here Mm -hmm. in terms of seeing and feeling and not just talking because we know we talk a lot, but it's talking kind of about you know work logistics what's for dinner what's for dinner yeah. did you pay that one thing over there or even if it's like even when we're talking about deep stuff it's still i feel like we're just talking kind of like you know well your job entails this and i feel left out of this or oh, whatever uh-huh. versus sometimes just using the active listening piece mm-hmm. of just looking at each other Maybe even just looking at each other. Right. Like, let's just look at each other. Totally. And not just have to be actively uh-huh. either problem solving or or talking about something or other. Yeah. So I really I really have decided from this these workshops that we just did, this retreat, that I really want to work on that with him. Mm-hmm. So that mm-hmm. was really oh, that's important a good one. to me. Yeah. How about how about you? Um I think think a couple so one of the maybe one of the big ones for me is like understanding this so going back to our podcast from last week with love and boundaries um like I you know I talked to you guys a lot about my just kind of am I still a loving person if I put up boundaries and how do I create like deep and meaningful relationships if there are boundaries attached to them? Like that stuff is, yeah, you know, what does that mean? Yeah. What does that mean? That's hard for me. And it, it, it's interesting because, uh, like there are some personality types that, um, that like feel really comfortable giving, 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 giving love, but they actually aren't letting you into their life. They're just giving you lots and lots of, of love. I have a friend like like that who is very much willing to give love, but you don't really get invited into her uh, personal mm-hmm. space very often. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I'm the opposite. So I feel like I can give, give, give a lot of love. But my way of giving a lot of love is by letting people into every single part of my life so um, so intimately that then I feel, uh, like, and I, I know I talked about this last week, but I'm just kind of analyzing it a little bit more and thinking about it. But then I feel like, oh my gosh, I've let you into every single part of my life and my heart and my thoughts. And, and, um, so what I want to work on is, and you feel kind of invaded there. I do. Then I can feel invaded. Yeah. And so I want to find just like a better, balance between my friend who gives a ton of ton of ton of ton of love but you're always kind of still kept on the outside of her deeply personal life and then you know uh, between that and me where I give a lot of love as well but I feel like I let people into every single corner of my heart and and my life and finding a balance of still being open and loving and receiving love but not having not having it be but I guess saving intimate places in my life, either just for me or just for my family or, 
um, you know, just, I don't know, preserving a little bit of that cushion of intimacy so that I don't get in, in a situation where then it feels overwhelming. Kind of unsafe or, and, or sort of no, invaded or, um. Yeah, just like too much. But I think also expectation is it happens at that point too. Like mm-hmm. I let you in, da, 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 here's everything, and then you're like, oh, right. But it hasn't really amounted to what I what I thought would be. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? it's, yeah. It's um, interesting. So, so that was a realization. Like, oh, some people give, give, give love because we're talking about giving and receiving. But she and I just give love in very different ways. Yes. And so I was like, oh, I think the healthy space, at least for me, is a balance between kind of how she does it and how I do it. And how you receive love, too, might be important, too. And how I receive love. Yes. You know, something to it. Like, I wonder how she receives love. Because she's good at giving, but I'm not sure how she receives. I'm not sure about that conduit for her. Mm -hmm. Um, I think this person's self-love is pretty good perhaps mm-hmm. um and maybe for you too the maybe the receiving love might be yeah it's just something to investigate so interesting to think about in that this triad stuff. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and i think that's the beauty of doing workshops like how often do you literally sit down and think hmm how, do how I am i at receiving love res- yeah <laughs> <laughs> like they're just not really questions that pop up a lot no i'm more like did i balance my checking account i'm like what's on the grocery list again <laughs> it's like just logistics you know just to stop and say you know what the logistics of your life are going to be put on pause right now you don't need to you just have to show up at the room at nine o'clock and you just be there yeah, you know it's there. so nice to get take that weight off a little bit Um, And then another thing that I um, have just decided I really want to do is, you know, we obviously talk about the mind-body connection constantly. The name of this podcast is Mind-Body Stuff, but really listening to... um, the response that I get internally inside of my body in different situations and then allowing myself to pause and say, hmm, why is it making me feel this way? Why does my reaction want to be this? Or mm-hmm. what does, why did my chest tighten up then? Mm-hmm. Or why did I just get, feel anger inside of my body? Or, you know, why did that just disappoint me? So instead of just, just like feeling, um, these reactions happening or even not even thinking just like just just going I really want to sit with the feeling of different situations before I just act on them mm-hmm. and we can and, watch them before we become them yeah that sense yeah of, but you know? also being so tuned in to be like oh my gosh that created a sense of tightening in my chest I'm gonna look into that further mm-hmm. I'm just I'm gonna look into what that means I'm gonna I'm, I'm, I'm gonna then ask okay is this is this because I feel defended? Is this because I feel scared? Is this because, you know, I, whatever. And just actually trying to really tune into the signals that my body is giving me because my body does talk to me a lot. Mm-hmm. All of our bodies do. We just have to be open to receiving that feeling. And I want to start being more um, in tune and then in alignment with my actions uh, that follow these feelings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's funny how the body can have a fee, have a reaction, and then you have a feeling almost attached, almost Im- immediately to the reaction. Uh huh. But then sometimes you have to ask yourself, is that is that true? Totally. Like, is that really what's happening? Am mm-hmm. I 
am I anxious because of why here? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Versus sometimes we just have the tightening in our chest, and I'm like, oh, I'm anxious. And then mm-hmm. I kind of look around the room to, to prove it. Oh, uh-huh. I'm anxious because, oh, Jenny's looking at me weird. You know, and I'm like, but maybe it's just my chest tightening. Sure. You know, who knows? You know what I mean? But it's so interesting when we get curious about that mind-body connection uh-huh. about are we, can we just watch those thoughts and feelings go by first before we attach to them uh-huh. and be curious about, now, why did anxiety come up there? Mm-hmm. Or was there a trigger? Mm-hmm. Did someone look at me strangely and suddenly mm-hmm. my chest tightened there? Mm-hmm. And is that my stuff or is that her stuff or whose stuff is that? Mm-hmm. But it's... It's great work to do in terms of being curious about our own selves. and Yeah, exactly. And and for me also, it's like trusting those because I don't think, I, I don't know, I think part of it too is just trusting that the body, uh, the body doesn't really lie. And so if I'm getting an alert in my body to just not always like, I don't know, push it away or ignore it, but to be like, okay, what is the lesson in this? Mm-hmm. What's the lesson? What am, what am I supposed to be? Um, what am I, what am I, uh, I don't know. What's my body trying to communicate? Yeah, what's my body communicating to me? I think that's the, like, what is the, what is the message here, body? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, I don't know, lots of good stuff. I'm still processing, like I said, we just got back last night, and so I'm sure it's going to take, like, a while to to sift through all of this. Even as we're talking about it, I'm just seeing images kind of play through my mind Uh of the different people and the different things we did and and different feelings kind of arising with each image yeah um and just enjoying it's almost like a little a little like postcards or something in my brain of like oh yeah remember when that happened or yeah remember when so-and-so smiled or remember when she was dancing wildly around the room remember when i ate that delicious food you know or yeah or when i sat or when we swam in the waves yeah. And the waves were, they had big waves here, guys, because um, they don't normally have waves. We didn't know that. Oh, my gosh. This is a funny story. <laughs> we get to Cancun, the, and that's our first day before we go to Tulum. It's just uh, me and Kaylee and Joe as we're getting set up. And there's just this massive wind. Like, our hotel is just like a, it sounds like it's going to take off, like a jet aeroplane. Oh, gosh. It was so loud. It's like... <laughs> And like doors are slamming and, and I look down at the beach and I'm like, how do you even, how do people even sit out there in the, on the beach? We're like, what is happening? And I kept saying to Kaylee in Hawaii, this would be a hurricane. (laughs) And, um, and it was, it was, it was the beginning kind of a hurricane Michael that, that went up into Florida, but we didn't know it at the time. (laughs) But it was so funny to be experiencing these, this massive wind. And then we get to Tulum. And the first night, it's like still a massive wind. Oh, my gosh. Wind. Was, yeah. But it's kind of cool because if it had just been like perfect weather, I think it would have been like vacation. Yeah, party. But something so about the elements being so wild, like it asked us, well, A, it connected oh, us to the elements. It and did. For those of you who have been on a workshop or, you know, whatever, for those of you who know a little bit more about the depth behind Ula, a lot of the work that we do is with the elements. Yes. And that's how each day is structured of the workshop. Like it goes through the different elements entirely, playlist, Ula one, all of that. So it's kind of cool to immediately be A, like super connected to the elements. And then B, because it was 
so stormy outside, it kind of made you want to go inside. It did, yeah. And and you were so you were so aware of like you weren't in charge. Yes, I love it. Was like, yeah, you know, it totally was. It's like you're not in charge here. You don't yes. get to control this. And humans, you know, we're just all like, you know, well, we're in charge. Mm-hmm. Especially our little group of strong little ladies, you know, I'm yeah. sure everyone we're all but then we get there and we're like, Whoa, it's really windy here. You I know, guess I'm just gonna like I'm gonna yeah. hunker down in my little hut here and, and you can hear the ocean just like pounding too. You hear the ocean and the wind because you're just so in the elements there. Yeah. But the great thing is by the second or third day, the wind had died down as Hurricane Michael traveled on its course, its journey away from us. (laughs) Sorry, Florida. (laughs) Sorry, Florida. Yeah. And, um, but then we had these big waves and normally I think they're, they don't have waves because nobody, we couldn't, we were trying to rent a surfboard, but you can't rent them because they're, they're like, it's normally flat here. Like there's nothing here. But how wonderful for us to all go out. We all went out in the water mm-hmm. after the workshop. And we had these waves lifting us off our feet and then putting us down. Mm-hmm. And then kind of tumbling us around. Yeah, it was really. And it was, that was a whole nother aspect, of course, of, course of, of, of being in the moment. It really puts you in the moment. Because oh, waves yeah. are like, pay attention. Wave after wave after wave coming. And even then we'd be, try to be talking like. Da, 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 and and someone's like, wave! wave. <laughs> <laughs> totally. And you're totally put back in the present. Like, oh, mm-hmm. that's right, we're in the water and here's a wave. Duck or dive over it or dive into it. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, it was, yeah. I think another one of the things that I um, kind of want to implement moving forward with my life too um, is like, I don't know, like turning off all of the alerts on my phone. Oh, yeah, the alerts. Because Jeez. I didn't have any, I didn't have Wi-Fi. I had to just get, I could only use my phone like at the, when we were at the restaurant. And I, we weren't, I mean, they were, we were there three times a day. So literally three times a day, I would check in with my phone, just make sure nothing was urgent. But the rest of the time, no alerts, no updates. It was really awesome. Mm-hmm. And I like, I like the convenience of a phone, but it just also really remind. I just it, it takes you totally out of the moment when yeah. you're in it. It just there's we have constant, 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 constant distractions. How are you supposed to feel centered and grounded when you're constantly being pulled away? Right. It just it feels I don't know. It just felt really, really cool to be that grounded. Yeah, we didn't even know there was a hurricane. No, and then I was like, well, we're, I mean, what are what are we going to do? Yeah, there's you know? nothing. We're here. We're this here. is where we're at. So. If it's dangerous, they'll tell us. But yeah. other than that, we're just going to kind of be here. Yeah, we'll be here now. So it yeah. was really, and even I, I had alerts on my phone, but I kept forgetting my phone everywhere. Yeah, you did. And I, that's there were many times un- that you're like, oh, oh I don't where's have my it. phone? And I'm like, I don't have it. Yeah, which is so unusual. For Very you. unusual. Like, we were like, what's the tide? And I'm like, oh, it's on my phone. I'm like, oh, I don't have it. Yeah, exactly. And then I was like, oh, well. Yeah. So I think I'm going to try to do that. Like I already have face. I don't get any Facebook notifications. Um, I don't have that little red number that comes up. Took it all off of Instagram. Um, I think I'm actually maybe not text because I feel like text if something is urgent, someone's going to need you need me through text. But I think I'm going to turn it off for email too. And just my email is off. Your email is off? My email is off. Oh, that's awesome. I'm just going to dedicate or I'm just going to commit to being more present. I have all these news sites that come up. Oh my up. God, your phone just constantly. It's been doing that news, the whole. News, 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 I didn't news, even know news. I had those on. Oh, they happen all the time. Constantly. On your phone. Yeah, constant constantly. News. So 
Gotta turn those off. So anyways, I mean, obviously we would love for you to join us on an ULA experience of some sort, but just do the work for yourself. Just, just do the work. It is absolutely incredible, the rewards oh, that yeah. come from it. Oh, yeah. If you it. have an opportunity like this, you know, if it's not ULA, if it's something else. Or even if it's self-study, but like, self, like, like go... Go do it. But I really recommend group work if you can do group work. Group work is amazing. Yes. And of course, self-study too, which which we all need to do. But some group work, holy cows, boy, do we grow with connection and storytelling. Yes. I mean, pretty amazing. So... Um, and my, my friend Stacy messaged me this and she said, and I made this one of our, um, our toasts, um... When we were there, she said, ultimately, the gateway to freedom is the support of other women. And it just felt so, so, so true this week. Just the support, knowing that you are not alone, that your story may be different than the person next to you, but you have both felt shame. You've both felt grief. You've both felt all of these different emotions and sensations. And when we can, when we can support one another and be supported truly by one another, everything starts to to lighten mm-hmm. a bit. The burden is shared. The burden is lightened. Mm-hmm. It's it's totally lightened, and we can then open ourselves up to real, true, trusting connection and and love. And it's just absolutely, absolutely incredible. Amazing to each other and ourselves. Totally. Yeah. So if anyone who was with us in Tulum is listening, thank you. Deepest, deepest thank you to all of you. That was really special. Um, For those of you listening who weren't able to make it, um, just I I hope we can do this work together one day. Or or if if you can find it elsewhere, just do it. Do it. Do it. Dive in and do it. Dive in, baby. You are worth it. You are worth it. Okay, I guess right. we're I guess we're done. <laughs> Bernice is like, okay, time. <laughs> All right, love you guys. Love you guys. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.